Hello and welcome to the New Generation Project podcast. <laughs> I wonder who got the power back. <laughs> News. Back from break and Todd introduces Mr. TV Trivia and Fatal. I have no idea who Fatal is, but she's fucking tall and pretty damn hot. Yeah, I've got, who is this <laughs> giant, super hot goth chick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I put her down as sort of a giant version of Paige with big fake cans. Yeah, yeah, that ticks most boxes. I, I wrote, who are these guys? Yeah, I, I, I can't find out anything about either of them, really. So if you know who this Fatal is and if you want to pass on her phone number or something, then I, th- I think she's tall, but I also think the guy she's standing next to is quite short. short yeah. mm. Adam, you do have a thing for giant women. Like Steph McGovern off BBC Breakfast News. This is a constant what? source. Hang on. Of, <laughs> is, is this new information to you? Yeah, I didn't know about this. Do Who you, is Steph McGovern? Which one's she? She's like this giant Geordie bird that does the business. <laughs> <laughs> No, the she's gone down. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she's Geordie. She is Geordie. <laughs> I think she's just Northern. I'm pretty sure she's Geordie. <laughs> but what yeah, Adam is particularly fond of her, despite the fact she's about seven foot tall. I think and I'm more fond of her by the, the fact that you just keep calling her Andrea the Lady <laughs> Giant, which I find a little bit harsh, really. <laughs> Yeah, if you've never seen Steph McGovern, watch BBC Breakfast News. I'm going to do now. Yeah. So you say the business section, okay? She does the business section. Sometimes there's other people doing it, but so, normally it's her. Sometimes it's a bloke. And they often choose, like, really unflattering outfits for her that yeah, just accentuate she... how... She's massive, and she doesn't know why she's so massive. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's lost it. <laughs> they don't know why they're so big. 60-foot-high <laughs> <Sixty> chickens. <laughs> Oh dear. Have you been enjoying the Cricket World Cup, Paul? I've been enjoying it, but not as an England fan. Right. <laughs> Understandably. Yes, I mean, my my favourite player, probably of all time, is, is ABW, so his on, on absolute fire at the minute. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was beautiful. Nice to see Chris Gale get a score, although when I watched the highlights of his match, I didn't really feel like he was anywhere near his best. The thing is, it was against Zimbabwe, wasn't it? So, yeah. not downplaying the score, but it's not like he was doing it against a Australia or a South Africa. Or... No, no, that's that, that's true. But but still, it was it was it was some feat. But it was a lot of power over finesse, yeah, uh, which often is with with Chris, with Chris Gale. Gale, yeah, but. He's, he's one heck of a talent. It was, it was exciting to watch, but he did give away quite a few chances he could have easily been given out in the first over. But he was playing such a poor not. team. I, I think that's been a little bit harsh in Zimbabwe. I think they're coming back to a more respectable international side now. Okay. Yeah. Adam, what are your thoughts? I catch up with the cricket on the breakfast news in the morning, so I know that... England are poor. England are not very good, and A.B. de Villiers is good, and Chris Gale scored lots. There you go. He catches up on the cricket between ogling Steph McGovern. Who's from Middlesbrough? Yeah, well, we were wrong. Yeah. She's not. Well, I was wrong. She's yeah. not a Geordie. Yeah. She's from Middlesbrough. She's. So... I, I retract my previous statement. <laughs> but but I, but I think you you're a little bit harsh to, towards Steph McGovern. So, I apologise. She's still a lady giant. <laughs> I don't think she is that giant. Uh... She is. She definitely is. Watch her next to a normal sized person. I, I saw her do a brief <laughs> presentation. Something economic base where she was in some kind of washing machine factory talking about testing washing machines yeah yeah she does stuff like that she's seven foot tall and you can't teach that (laughs) this is all i'm saying (laughs) 
James Musselwhite. McGovern316 <laughs> says, but why am I so massive? <laughs> Harsh. You, you finally found the stephometer on television, I didn't did you? I did find the stephometer. I'm not entirely sure what it's showing. I think it's some sort of economy-related it's, it's a bit like the honker meter, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit like our own version of the honker meter. <laughs> See, we've got Graham Torrington to follow us on Twitter. I think our next <laughs> challenge is to get Steph Graham McGovern. Graham Torrington follows oh. us on Twitter? Yeah, did you miss that whole thing? I think I did. Yeah, yeah. If Steph McGovern followed us on Twitter, that would make me so happy. <laughs> if Steph what? McGovern could follow me on Twitter, <laughs> I'd be so happy. Well, I think at WrestleMan, it should send her a tweet. <laughs> Do you think? Well, I don't know. I'll have to have a look for her on Twitter and see if I can... Maybe make her um, a special mullet card. (laughs) You know what? If she actually likes mid-90s wrestling and (laughs) hairstyles of the 80s... You should probably get married. Yeah. Well, she'll probably follow us on Twitter. I'm not sure Graham Torrington's a fan of mid-90s wrestling, but he still does. How did that happen? I don't know. It's some weird conversation that ended with that happening. Every night he, <laughs> every night he tweets about his show, and most nights I will retweet it because we've oh. got more followers than him. <laughs> You're expanding his his audience. Yes, we've had a massive reaction to Palmo. Yes. Uh, now, for those, can we show a picture of a Palmo? This is what a Palmo is. It's Steph. it's chicken, yeah. which is either breaded or deep fried, mm-hmm. um, with a bechamel sauce and mm-hmm. then a cheese Posh. topping. And what is missing from that is yeah. um, some like pizza toppings you might get on it. That is actually from uh, Central Park Cafe, Middle Spirit, where I've had many a good parmel. And I've got to say, these two, these two have never yeah, had parmel before. Yeah, put mushrooms on or it's, they are go- they are gorgeous. It looks amazing. They are gorgeous. And the pre- reason why I brought it up was because um, health campaigners are condemning. The Teesside snack, they say, a popular delicacy at 2,000 calories and it's causing obesity problems in the North East. And, and I'm particularly annoyed about it for several reasons. One is the simplistic nature in which they're blaming this for obesity. This is something you would have in a takeaway yep. or a restaurant. It's not something you necessarily would have every night at home. I certainly haven't. You have it at the end of the night when you've had a good night out, you have a parmo. And what they're saying is they're, they're making out as if that is the reason why the North East has a problem with obesity. Just when because it's, of the yeah, and it's dish. not about that. That's far too simplistic and quite frankly ignorant as well because it doesn't get to the roots of the real problems of why that, you know, it is higher obesity in the North East. I like, will fight to, for Middlesbrough to the end of my days and it does not help when people put out these statements saying it might be the worst place to live I've heard before or, you know, the highest obesity. It doesn't help the people who live there and it doesn't get to the root of what the problems are. Yes, we've got problems, but if I wasn't for Middlesbrough, I wouldn't have done as well as I have. Vincent Krasowskis, the three of you, triple threat. Steph McGovern on a pole match. Does she need to be on a pole? She doesn't even need any help climbing up it because she's so massive. You seem genuinely upset about that one. I quite like Steph McGovern. I know, that's the gag. And I don't think she's that massive. Is she following you on Twitter yet? No, we're still unsuccessful. Are you following her on Twitter yet? Probably not. I'll, I'll do that. Follow her. I'll, I'll do that. And yeah, if people can just harass her to follow me on Twitter, that'd just, be just, grand. Just if, if anybody you know wants to help Adam be followed by Steph McGovern from BBC Breakfast News, go for it. Yeah, because I quite like a Stephometer. I'm actually trying to get him that for his birthday, but it's not going so well. That'd I googled a... her name on eBay, and it didn't really come up with much. She's not selling a Stephometer on no, eBay. Then. Sadly, no. not. That is a shame. A special report by Mean Gene Oakland provides Paul with valuable context on the attack. 
is my notes. We've pretty much gone through everything that was there. But did you like this presentation of the story? It was a bit news. News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was all right, actually. I really liked it because it was a bit news. Yeah, it was just a very factual, news-based rundown. Taking you through all the major events that you didn't understand when you watched that opening video package. Yeah, basically yeah. Mean Gene was playing Bill Turnbull and running down the events of the last few weeks. They could have discussed buy rates with Steph McGovern. Yeah, they could have. Up next, <laughs> Ice Train versus Scott Norton in a submission match. So we've got some fireworks going off, and who's out at number one? Oh, There's someone in the nation. Excellent. Excellent. Looks like uh, Crush. Crush? Well, this is going to be off to a good start, then. Vince says, this is an unlikely number to draw, number one. Paul, take it away. It's as likely as all of the 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, well it's, it's, it's unlikely in, in, in the fact that if you're picking one out of 30, it is, I guess you'd describe its probability as unlikely, but it is as likely exactly as, as likely as everything else. Yes. Yeah. So I think he just misunderstood probability completely. It's like that time on the, on the Breakfast News the other day when uh, Nagaman Chetty was talking about popular numbers. And she, said, like, she had this statistician on. And they were saying, you know, the popular numbers are like number 27 and number 7 and people's birthdays. So, in other words, 1 through 31 are more popular than 8 yes. and after 31. And Nagaman Chetty said something along the lines of, well, do you pick one of the popular numbers... Um, in, in, in case, because if you win, you're going to have to share it with more people, but you are more likely to get those numbers. And no, Nagger, that's not how it uh, yeah. works. No, number two's out. Oh, it's Ahmed Johnson. Well, well, who'd have thought you've got a member of the Nation of Domination and then somebody that's feuding with the Nation of Domination? Yeah, this is highly unlikely. Yeah. It, it's the one thing the Nation of Domination but didn't want to happen. how muscly um, Ahmed Johnson's triceps are. Look at this. Somebody's made a picture of me out of screws. Look at that. How good is that? That's really good. You know, it, what would be, it would be the absolute perfect picture of you if one of the screws was loose. Ooh. Oh, nagger, <laughs> you are shocking, right? <laughs> Just because I'm not there to see you. In, you know what she's say like. that to my face, love. She can't be nice. She can't be nice. Ain't no need to fight about it, you two. Come on. Say that's what back I'm, off. I'm, I am. I'm proper scared now. I've got to say, I'll, I'll be back in McGovern in that. If that, really? if that came to wrestling match. Really? Or, yeah. Oh, we wouldn't go there. I love you, Steph. I'll see you next week. It's all about, it's all about the reach advantage. <laughs> it's all about the reach advantage. <laughs> Talking of battles. But you've got a good headlock on you, haven't you? Yeah, we'll find out later. We go picture in picture to the trio of Paul Bearer, Mankind and the Executioner. Paul Bearer says that this will be a very Merry Christmas for The Undertaker because this will be his last one. Mm. Apparently, he's gotten Taker an Asian spike that is going right in his windpipe. But this appears to just be Terry Gordy's thumb. Yeah, I noticed that. I think when you do these picture-in-picture things and, and when you do any interviews, you've got to cut it right. Because when you get a couple of seconds of just people standing there, it just looks weird. It's a, it's a bit like live news. Have you ever noticed when the, let's say, the BBC Breakfast News, my, my, my your favourite programme, yes. Steph's cut her hair. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm not a big fan. I, 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 he was hoping for a mullet. Should... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's not, where I'm, that's not where I was going. Let's say they do cut to Steph because she's up in some cheese factory up north or something. 
<laughs> that is the sort of place she'd be. Yeah, yeah. She, she gets all those it, sorts that, of jobs. It'd be in Gloucester or Leicester or something. Melton Mowbray. Quite possibly. That's the home of cheese, isn't it? Well, it is, yeah, apparently. And pork pies. You know, so we cut from the studio to the to the kind of roving reporter, and they're always just standing there mm. for a couple of minutes, nodding away because there's a little bit of a delay. They've got to communicate when they start because the last thing you want them to do is to have already started by the time you get there. So yeah. it's better for them to hang on a second, yeah. and you get everything that they're saying. So I guess it's a similar type thing. Uh, just to, to go off track a little bit, but but just a couple of things. Have you ever seen the first broadcast on BBC Two? No. What it is, is, is I'm, I'm sure it's BBC Two, I'm sure this is what it's from, but it is a news broadcast. But what happens is, a couple of hours before they start, this is the very first show on BBC Two, a couple of hours before, there's um, a power cut in the studio. Yeah. So they have to move the broadcaster somewhere else, so it's basically just a guy at a desk. And, in a field. Yeah, not in a field, but just like a guy <laughs> in a desk in a room with a couple of like people on the desk behind him. And like literally, it's, it's getting things like notes passed to him. But it's got a telephone on there, and it rings. <laughs> and it just picks it up. <laughs> so it just, like, picks it up. And it's got this point where there's basically no news. And it's just sitting there trying to make small talk. Hoping someone will ring him yeah. again. <laughs> it's just the best... Just the best thing, just answers the phone and has a little conversation. You, know, you imagine Steph McGovern doing that. Fair, fair to say, times have changed. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think Steph is pulling off short hair. Nagamonchetti pulls off short hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's her name. Yeah, that is her That's name. That's a brilliant what, name. What are you it it, it is a good name. <laughs> that sounds like a work name. <laughs> no. Um, it's, it's a shoot name. I think it might be her shoot name. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> but you're still laughing. <laughs> it's, it's just the way that you said it so fast, it kind of really rolled off your tongue. Yeah. We, we talk about her quite a lot in the morning. So yeah. is, she, is she a BBC presenter? She's one of the anchors, yeah. Yeah, she, she's, she's, good. she's a good anchor, yeah. Okay. Let us know your favourite BBC Breakfast News anchors. Yeah. The male ones are a bit more consistent. I think, Even though Bill Turnbull is leaving to go look after his bees... What? Yeah, true story. That was actually a story on the news. He's, he's retiring because he yeah. keeps bees, but it's far away from Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making any of this up. Um, he doesn't have any kids, but he does have bees. That's sounds like, like um, a day-to-day thing. Yeah. Charlie State's pretty good, actually, and is picking up that kind of partridge mantle that Bill Turnbull's developed over time. And... Who else do they have? They, they have that other guy. Is it Steve? Steve. Steve. <laughs> I, I do like Robert Schaffernack. It's Thomas Schaffernack. <laughs> he's a weather guy. Yeah, he's a weather guy. <laughs> Such a good name, Schaffernack. Um, he's no Carol. It, it's mostly Bill Turnbull and Charlie State, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But the the women seem to be going on more of a rotation. I think Louise Minchin's pretty good. Yeah. Nagaman Chetty's very good. Occasionally, if you're very lucky, you get Steph McGovern anchoring. That, that That's pretty fabulous. Is that your favourite, Adam? I'm not a big fan of Sally Nugent, though. No, hates Ooh. her. Absolutely hates her. She's, she, she, I don't know, just winds me up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Terry Gordy's thumb is apparently Asian. <laughs> Mankind wins this promo by saying that Taker better not shout, he better not cry, or else Mandible Claws will be coming to town. It is very good. Terry Gordy gives it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Terry Gordy's just standing there for most of the promo, just holding his thumb up. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but after, but after um, Paul Barrowrex reference to the Asian Spike, he just puts it down a minute, and then realises, oh no, that's my job, I'll put it back up. <laughs> 
Now, two years after it was sent on a mission, a NASA spacecraft has sent the first blurry pictures of an ancient asteroid. The images could provide clues on how, to, um, how life began on Earth. So have a look at this. The Bennu asteroid. It's a tiny object in the green circle. Thank goodness someone pointed it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can just about make it out there. And the spacecraft, Osiris, Rex is designed to go around. Sorry, I'm totally mesmerised by this. Designed to go around it and reach out to its surface with a robotic arm, and then bring back a sample of space dust. You said it was ancient. I want to know exactly how old it was. I know, probably nearly as old as you. <laughs> okay. That was harsh. Okay. There we okay. Are. <laughs> Here we go. Sarah, I think, is going to rescue Save us. I, 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 feel, I feel we should take the tension over to this side and Jose Mourinho behind us, because he's well used to quick, isn't he? Good segue. Good save. Back from commercial and Davy Boy Smith and Owen Hart head to the ring with an actual crowd member holding up a sign for La Femme Nikita as Vince gets in a quick plug. That's weird. Why would you go to a show and take a sign for another show that wasn't even a wrestling show. Because you're from the USA Network. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're obviously going to go to WrestleMania and just to put, hold up a sign that says BBC Breakfast News, right? Yeah, we love Nagam and Chetty. <laughs> uh, I'll take that sign. Well, not Ste- Steph McGovern is not massive. <laughs> <laughs> but have it on an unfeasibly big sign. I do love the people that take like a partridge sign every year. Yeah? Like the youth hosteling with Chris Eubank and stuff yeah. like that. That's brilliant. Has Monkey Tennis been on? I think Monkey Tennis has been on one of them. (laughs) Taker's gong hits for a pop and the lights go out to bring us the defending WWF champion. He takes his trademark leisurely stroll to the ring with a spotlight focusing on him. Taker raises the lights as he enters the squared circle with Pyro going off and Austin giving a pissed off face. Can I just ask something? It's about why I've written one of my notes. And I don't know why, uh, even though I've seen this today, I've written, The Undertaker checks the weather by Thomas Schaffernacker. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've no idea why. Well, I've no Is idea Is it because either. he's always got, like, weather conditions as he comes out? No, I think... Does he, does he, he not, does does he not in any where... way mention Thomas Schaffernacker? No, no, the Thomas Schaffernacker bit was, was all me. <laughs> but I think there's something about the weather. Well... Lawler says the pyro has knocked his crown off and JR says he can't hear. And he should do that mow, mow <laughs> thing from Archer. Yes. Yeah. Sultan misses a charge in the corner and Funk hits a spinning wheel kick for a pop. He heads to the top rope and hits a somersault leg drop for a two count. Very nice. Flash hits an elbow in the corner and sets Sultan up on the top rope, looking for a hurricane rana, but Sultan turns it into a powerbomb from the top rope for the three count at 2.55. Very nice powerbomb. Lawler's analysis of the finish, that just goes to show you that sometimes dumb luck wins out over careful planning. She consult and celebrate to a decent amount of heat. I thought this was a bit too short to be anything, really. I get that yeah, it's a it pre-show quite, match. It's kind but, of a nothing match. Yeah. Both men, I think, could put on something a lot better with less silly gimmicks. Yes, if it wasn't Funky Disco Dancer versus Tongless Persian. Paul, you want to offer any opinion on a match you didn't see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds interesting, and something just came to me, and I'm like, I don't know where this came from in my head, but did you guys watch Sunday Brunch this morning? No. But do, but you you guys know about Piers Morgan? I've heard of him. You know Piers Morgan, right? Yeah, we don't like him, right? Well, like I've got to say, I've never seen anybody on a show who is... It was like he was just trying to be a heel. 
I think he's just he's quite a well-renowned bellend. Yeah, he presents Good Morning on ITV, doesn't he? Because I had to switch over the other day when the BBC were doing one of their bloody stories about how we're all going to get dementia and die. And so I wanted something a bit more light-hearted. Basically, I, I wanted to see what Susanna Reid was up to these days. And she was sitting on a sofa with Piers Bloody Morgan. Really? So I don't know how he's got that gig, because he's so intensely unlikable. Uh, I mean, he was he was literally... It was like he was trying to throw the show off the rails. Right. He was, he was trying to... And then I thought, like, because I, I was being such a pain in the ass. And then I got thinking, oh, but I'm a bit like that. <laughs> you're, you're, like, much, felt, you're much nicer than uh, Piers well, Morgan. Well, I felt really bad for a while. I thought, oh, God, just, just like Piers Morgan. He's mates with Donald Trump, isn't he? Well, he was talking about Donald Trump a bit. Yeah. Good times, because that was the Sultan versus Flash Funk, and somehow you ended up talking about <laughs> Piers Morgan from a match you didn't see. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing that Piers Morgan was doing. Possibly, <laughs> yes. We need to say a quick thank you to yet another person who sent us yet another tremendous gift. This one came specifically for Adam. Adam, That's so good. Do you, do you want to tell us about this? Yes. It was quite odd, this, because a brown envelope came through the post and it just had your name on it. And I didn't even look at the back of the envelope. And it had the rest of our address on it as well. It didn't just have my name on it. Yes, but it didn't have my name on it, so I True. just assumed it was something for you. Crazy. But... Had I turned it over, I would have noticed that on the back were drawn a pair of main event pants, which have may give me a clue to the type of thing that, that was contained within. And it was, it's like from a Northern Business Accounting Awards sh- show or seminar or something that was on. They're, they're, they're always having these big shows, yeah, these, these big, big shows. <laughs> Accountomania. <laughs> but headlining Accountomania was Steph McGovern. <laughs> and it, and I she was head and shoulders above the rest. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> and in there, Steph McGovern had written by her little profile, Hello, Adam, I hear you're a fantastic blogger. blogger. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Steph McGovern. So, that's fantastic. Who sent it you? Sorry. It was a gent called Stu Robinson had persuaded his father, who must have been at this awards thing, to go and ask Steph McGovern if she could sign something for, a, I guess, a blogger named Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I see you tweeted it and, and corrected her little... I think I said more of a podcaster than a, a blogger, blogger. Yeah. but thanks anyway. Mm. Did she reply to that? I don't think so. You should chase her up. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, unrelated, we got Kane's autograph through the post today, so we've got two seven-foot autographs in the house now. <laughs> She's not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saying that since episode 36, mate. And on that bombshell, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash newgenerationprojectpodcast. We are also on Twitter. At, I'm not quite sure if he's shooting or not. New Gen Podcast. You can, as ever, rate, review and subscribe for all of our episodes as soon as they're available in iTunes. If iTunes isn't your thing, you can check out new episodes on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash newgenpodcast or on Stitcher Radio. Or if you just found us and want to catch up, our back catalogue is going up one by one by one on botchamania.com. My name is Stuart Brooks. I'll say goodnight. I'm Adam Watch. Goodbye. I'm, uh, yes, Paul Scriven's slightly confused. Goodbye. Well, I've never seen Titanic. You've seen it? I have seen it at least once. OK. I've been to countries... Oh, I remember travelling to Sri Lanka where they watched it over... The family I was staying with watched it over, over and, over and over and over again. Someone else who's seen it... 11 times? Is it? More than 10 times, More than 10 times... Is... Steph, Steph McGovern. You can even do a little bit from the film. Because, yes. frankly, Steph, whatever Kate Winslet can do, you can do better. Yeah, totally. I'm all over Kate Winslet. I can do... Yeah. She can dance and get up on her toes... 
I can dance and get off my toes. We should say you are <laughs> You're a proper Irish dancer. Yeah, aren't I, you? yeah. I, I'm retired now, right. but I used to be. This is your Titanic moment, yeah. Steph. Okay. Take it away. Well, the dancing bit, anyway. Uh, I'm going to kick off my shoes for this. Here we go. That gives a whole new meaning to the footy index. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, how do you Steph, manage to do that? Brilliant, brilliant. Let's get news weather and travel where you are. Fantastic. Woo! <laughs>